everything you see on your template homepage is garbage. Delete it. You don't need that stuff. I mean, those sections might work just fine, but you don't need to be like filling in your content into those sections that you see on your homepage. Those are just to give you ideas. This is a common mistake I see Shopify DIYers make is that they pick a template and then they try to put their stuff into the like pre-made layout that the template has given them. You don't need to do that. Delete all those boxes and start from scratch. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab a nice coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. It is me, your host, Erin Alexander, (laughs) the one and only. Actually, I'm sure there's other Erin Alexanders. I have not recorded a podcast in a while because we've been caught up. Well, actually, we were like ahead and then I had some life stuff happen. And so we have been pulling up interviews, which have been fantastic, but I haven't done a solo episode or even recorded a solo episode in so long that I was like a little bit nervous to hit record, but I've been getting so many sweet messages about the podcast. So I'm really excited to get to talk to you today about something I really love working on and that is homepages. (laughs) This episode is going to be like a deep dive into our homepage strategy and all the pieces I include in a homepage and kind of why I do the things I do and how to kind of organize your homepage. I hope it'll be really good. I mean, obviously you guys know I'm a web designer and of course I would love to work with you, but I know that that's not feasible for everyone. And I don't necessarily think that it's a smart move for everyone. You know, if you're not making consistently a several thousand dollars on your website per month or in sales per month with your business, I don't believe you should invest five to $8,000 on a website at this point. I think you should like kind of bootstrap it. That is how I built my business. That is how I believe most people should build their businesses. I don't personally believe in going into debt to start a company. Like I know you're going to have costs up front, And part of that is your website, but I don't think you have to like do the whole $10,000 custom website to get started. And so I want to talk to you about homepages and really teach you and talk to you, work you through how you build a homepage that is for conversions and how to not use the base template to, to get your homepage. So I'm a little bit fired up about this already. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay. I told you, we're talking about homepages. The homepage on your website is the most viewed. It's almost always the top viewed page of a store website. And here's why. Here's what happens. Let's say people are looking for a shop and they find yours or they're looking for a specific product. Let's say they're looking for a teal jewelry holder and they Google that and they land on your shop and they're like, oh yeah, I like this. They're going to click over to your homepage 
to find out more about this company before they make a purchase. This is because they want to make sure the company that they are purchasing from is legitimate. Like, is this a real company? And this actually just happened to me. I am putting together client thank you boxes. I cannot wait for these. They are so cool. And I have been using companies that I have worked with personally. So there'll be a lot of client or past clients get products in these boxes. But I really wanted to include like a biscotti because I love biscotti and the box has a theme of coffee. I mean, you guys know me. I talk about it all the time. So I was looking for a local-ish small company to cr- that has biscotti that I could purchase that was shelf-stable, you know, all the things I needed to create these gift boxes. And I found a really awesome company from Oregon. I'm in Washington. I went to school in Oregon. I went to OSU, and I was really excited about using this company that I found. But when I explored their website, there was nothing on it. Like there was nothing on it. They just had products. They had an address and a phone number. There was no about page. There was no information about the company, who they were. It told me that they were from Oregon. That's it. It didn't tell me anything else. And so I didn't buy from them. Even though I wanted the biscotti, I couldn't find anything else that looked as good. I didn't buy from them because I was afraid that it wasn't a legitimate company that I was going to get ripped off. I didn't want to, you know, spend even $50 ordering biscotti. So your homepage is very important because it's going to be that page that people are going to go to to get a better sense of who you are and what you offer. And it's kind of like the directory of your whole website. It sets the tone of your whole website and you can pull in a lot of emotion on your homepage that you can't do on product pages. Although product pages are very, very important, the homepage is where you get to include your story, include more about your company, include everything, right? This is where you really get to wow customers and show your products in their life. The homepage captures what your brand is about with your strategic branding and amazing images and copy that talks to your customers. And you get to be really creative, right? So now you can tell why I'm getting so fired up. The homepage is crucial for your website. (laughs) Funny sidebar, I have recorded this episode like four times. And every time I kept saying there were five sections, but there are actually six sections. And I'm like, oh, I cannot, I cannot publish it with keep saying the wrong number. So there are six sections that you want to have on your homepage. Before I tell you about those sections, here's what I want to tell you. Everything you see on your template homepage is garbage. Delete it. You don't need that stuff. I mean, those sections might work just fine, but you don't need to be like filling in your content into those sections that you see on your homepage. Those are just to give you ideas. This is a common mistake I see Shopify DIYers make is that they pick a template and then they try to put their stuff into the like pre-made layout that the template has given them. You don't need to do that. Delete all those boxes and start from scratch. There are six sections that your homepage absolutely has to have. You might have a few more. You might have multiples of these sections, but these are the six top things that you have to have on your homepage, okay? The very first section, the top section of your website, this is what we call the hero section. It's also called above the fold. For some people, that's an outdated phrase. 
that relates back to newspaper design, where, you know, like people only saw the top part of the newspaper. So they wanted to pack all the most important information in there, the eye-catching information. You don't need to jam that section full of information now. That is outdated. It is not how it works anymore. We're conditioned to scroll. Thank you, Instagram. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, all the different platforms that have given us endless scroll. (laughs) They created monsters. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But people are known to scroll. So what we want to do in this very first section of your homepage is capture attention. We don't want to jam it full of junk. It doesn't need to be cluttery. It just needs to be really attention grabbing. So the most important thing is to have a really great image or set of images that captures attention. This is great for lifestyle images with people in them, helping customers see themselves. It might be a suite of products depending on what kind of things you offer and a powerful headline, a powerful headline. The words are very important in this section. You need a headline that tells people landing on your site exactly what you do and who it's for if you can. And when possible, you need to use keywords, like broad range keywords, but keywords that people would use to find your store. So let me give you some examples. Home decor for the modern minimalist. Minimalist tells you what it is and who it's for. People are going to be looking for minimalist home decor. Modern home decor. That's what they're looking for. It tells me who it's for. It's capturing my attention, especially if I'm a minimalist. I'm looking for that, right? I want something that's going to speak to me because minimalists have, you know, different things that they're looking for in home decor. They want it to be really functional, but beautiful. You know, they have these different things. Um, Another one I love is jewelry that tells your story. This is actually from one of my clients. And they're really talking about, they create jewelry that's designed for you. It's for the people who are a little bit different. And because they sell engagement rings, they could also say love story. um, And that's part of what we tied in, but we didn't want it to be only engagement rings, right? So these two things go together, your beautiful attention grabbing photo and a powerful headline. You could also add a call to action or a button that asks your customers to do something. There's kind of two thoughts that happen here. The button sets up expectations. So they start shopping right away. That's important. The other thing is that it can almost feel overwhelming because we haven't given them enough time to really decide if this is for them or not. So depending on the brand, it'll decide if I am putting a button there or not. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I think both strategies are valid. I think both school of thoughts on that are totally valid. I will just kind of decide how I want the mood to flow. And kind of what the next section is. If the next section is a sell section, then absolutely I don't need a button in the hero. Totally up to you. You can decide that. So the next thing I include on a homepage, and these are not in any particular order. I kind of change the orders based on whatever I'm feeling, right? Like how I want the things to flow, what the design includes, how the brand talks to me. But the next thing that you want to include or the next section that should be on your list is featured products and or featured collections and or both. So throughout a homepage, I will have 
a section that is a featured product section where it's showing me individual products. Usually I'll have like four across in a row or three across, maybe two rows of three, two rows of four, anything that's showing me individual products so that I can really get a sense of the style of the products in this shop. Or I will use collections. So the collection would be like an a featured image of the collection. So it might be like body wash. And then the next one might be like lotions, right? If I'm doing skincare, you need both of those. You need ones that show individual products and you need something that shows collections where people could browse to start showing people what you have, sets expectations up so that they know oh, this is a skincare store. Oh, this is a home decor store. This is a jewelry store. This is a boutique that carries everything. You know, we want them to be able to see what you have and kind of give them a a little taste of whatever you offer. Not everything. We're not putting every single product or every single collection on the homepage. You're, You're choosing ones that you really want to sell or that you're focusing on for the time frame. You can switch these out. Right now, let's say you have your summer line up and then in a few months you're going to put your fall line. That's fine. You'll just pick a few that you will focus on for the time being. Swap those out. No big deal. These sections should also include a headline and or like maybe a second sentence or something that invites the customer into the story. One of my favorite clients I've been working with her for two years now. She has her collections are like inspired by friendship, inspired by family, inspired by you. And then there's a little sentence or like maybe two sentences that kind of goes a little deeper into what that means. And it has a photo of, you know, like an overarching photo that follows that theme. It's inviting people into the story. Are they necessarily going to read it? No. But do words speak to them? 100%. You want to have that kind of energy with each thing. So you can just have like a headline. You could add another sentence. Make sure you're using headlines that talk to the customers and include context about the products or collections. For the most part, you don't really want to say new arrivals or bestsellers, although we will sometimes use those. We'll say like, we'll try to make it a little more like inviting, because a bestseller could be anything, right? But if you say pantry staples, then you know you're talking about food. And you know you're talking about things that you're going to keep in your pantry that are like shelf stable or something like that, you know, or condiments, anything like that. So we want to use wording that keeps people engaged. The next type of section you're going to have on your homepage would be an email opt-in section. And like I said, these don't necessarily go in order. It depends on the flow. It depends on the the brand and what the main priorities are. But the email opt-in needs to be on your homepage, somewhere where they can put in their email address and get on their, your list. Here's why. An e-commerce store has only three goals. All of them. They all have three goals. No matter what business you have, you have these three goals. One get sales. You want to sell your products. That's always going to be your priority. Number two is going to be list building, getting people on your email list if they didn't make a purchase. Because email marketing is going to be, is probably your next 
top priority, right? After your website, it's probably email marketing. And then third is building that no like and trust factor, which is what I talked about when I meant like people will find your website and they want to find out who you are. The no like and trust factor is the reason I didn't purchase the biscotti because I had no information about them. I couldn't get to know the company. There was no trust. So with those three goals in mind, that's why we have all these sections. So the second goal is the email opt-in, which is why we're going to include an email sign up somewhere on your homepage. Again, you want to have a great headline, capture their attention, lead with the benefit of joining and keep it simple. You know, you can say save 15% when you sign up. People will do that. If you offer a coupon, you can do that. I actually have a whole episode on types of opt-ins for shop owners. If you don't want to use a discount, you don't have to. If you don't want to use free shipping, you don't have to. There is a whole episode on that. I'm not going to go too much deeper in that. You just want to make sure you have it in your homepage design. Next section you need to have on your homepage would be your about section or a mini about section about your company or about you, depending on how your company is set up. You will notice that big corporations don't necessarily have this. And that is because they've already done the no like and trust factor. You know, no one needs to worry about whether or not they can trust Target or not. They already do. So this about section is really giving context more to, I'm a small business. Here's what, here's what you're going to get. And this is really easy if you kind of associate it like when you walk into a local small business and the, the person at the counter is their owner, is the owner. <laughs> and they're like, hey, how's it going? Nice to see you. Here's the specials we have. And then you kind of chat a little. That's kind of what we're trying to do, but it's a little one-sided since it's online. In this section, you really want to tell the shopper why they should choose you. What makes your store, your products, the best fit for them? So it's not necessarily about you, but it's about making your customer feel like they know you and that what you offer is going to serve them. And that's really the key. It has to be what is best for the shopper. It's important that you show your face. Shoppers are choosing to shop small with you instead of going to a giant box store or a mega online mega store because they want to. They want to see you. They want to support a small company. They don't want to order from, you know, the place (laughs) to, you know, to just get something in two days. They're making a decision to shop with you and this is an opportunity for you. And I think that that this is an opportunity a lot of business owners are afraid to take advantage of. But when you let people see you, they get to see what makes your store special because you are what makes your store special. So put up a picture of you, give them a, a little mini bio. It doesn't have to be long, two to three sentences, a button that takes them to your about page where you can go into a little more details Oh, also a great tip. When a customer can see your eyes, they feel like they are making a personal connection with you because it simulates eye contact. So when they get to see your face, they feel like they are meeting you in person, which is a really cool type of thing. Okay, so if we're going on to the next section that you need to have on your homepage, that would be your testimonials or a social proof Potential customers want to know that they're getting a good product. Just like I wanted to know that the biscotti was going to be a good product. There was no reviews. There was nothing. 
potential customers want to hear from real people who have purchased. So on the homepage, I usually put like three or four testimonials. You can even put, you if you're using a review app, which I've talked about also on this podcast, you can embed your reviews app directly on your homepage so that it kind of auto-populates with them. It doesn't look as pretty, (laughs) but it works really well and it seems more legitimate. You can also sprinkle them throughout your site. Include that reviews, that embedded reviews on your product pages, on your about page, on your contact page. They can go everywhere, really. And you can get these directly from your clients If they leave a review through your review app, just copy and paste that. Or if someone sends you a message, you can copy and paste that. You could also include an image of the person who gave you the review if they've given you permission to use their photo. Again, it's simulating that real life connection. Another way to show social proof is by using press logos. So if you've been featured in a handful of places, you can put a little banner up that has those logos on it. And these are really cool. They can add a lot of credibility to your store and they can show like, look, we've been, you know, we've been featured in these places. You know, they liked us. But also people kind of know that that's based on PR and not necessarily real life. So in every scenario, you want to have both press logos and testimonials. Press logos do not replace real life, real customers reviews. You need those also. And I've even pulled my audience on this. I mean, granted, they're a very small audience, but they said they wanted real life reviews also. And it's really important. So if you want to have press logos, have both. That's really cool. If you don't have any press logos, don't worry about it. Just put up those reviews. Okay. In the last section that I think every homepage needs. And this is one a lot of people skip over. And and I don't usually put it at the end of the page. I actually usually put this at the top of the page under the hero, but that is a copy statement or some kind of statement about your company. And this is for a couple of reasons. One, again, it talks to the customers. It really pulls them into the conversation and your story. And it's really good for SEO. So the purpose really serves to provide a deeper understanding and connection of what you do and why the customer should choose you. But when you do that, it's putting keywords onto your homepage and that's incorporating more opportunities for you to show up on Google. And here's what a lot of people miss. Google requires you to have words on your homepage. They like you to have a certain number of words. Now, they've never given us an exact number, but usually it's about 300 is what we tend to go for. If you put up a 300 block word block of text, it's going to be annoying. People are going to scroll past that. So that's why throughout this homepage, we've had little snippets of copy in every place, right? And we've tried to incorporate keywords whenever we can. We're trying to pull people into the conversation and we're really trying to create a connection to our customers, even though it's one-sided. So this copy statement is crucial for that element and a lot of people skip over it. So anytime I'm designing a homepage, I tend to put these at the top. So let me kind of give you a breakdown of what we would do. So we would create that hero section and then next I would usually put that copy statement, you know, and it's usually, I would say two to three sentences, maybe slightly longer or slightly shorter. And then I would do a product or collection section. After that, I'd probably put the newsletter section. 
I would use another product section to break up the flow. And then I would include the reviews, another section of products and put in the about section. I know I've said section a hundred times, but you know, I would just create a flow. And if you want to see some examples, I have put screenshots of some of the homepages that we've created so you can see how we break it down because we also want to break up the flow of the homepage. By incorporating all these different sections, we're changing what the customer is seeing so that their brain is like, oh, this is different from the last thing I saw. I need to look at it. And because we don't want them to just scroll through super fast like they do Instagram, we want them to stop and take in each section. We want them to feel engaged in every one of these sections. So that is why I really (laughs) hammered on the great headlines and engaging photos. So I will include some examples of homepages that we've done on the show notes or the blog post that goes with this. So if you go to productpowerhouse.co slash podcast, we have show notes and blog posts for every single episode. And this one will have some of those breakdowns for you. I know I kind of ranted about these homepages, but they're really important. This is the one place like in my creative process that we spend the most amount of time because it does set the tone for the rest of the website. The decisions we make on the homepage, we carry over to every single page. I just recently designed a homepage that is really fun and interesting, unlike anything I've done before. And I am so excited about taking those elements and putting them into the collection pages because it's going to be different than what we typically see in our designs, just because the vibe of the homepage is so much different than how we normally design. And that's just because the brand is different. And it's going to be really cool. (laughs) I can't give away too much because it's not live and I can't. I really respect my clients' privacies and they get to announce their websites first, but I just cannot wait for this one to go live. So that's it. That's the homepage breakdown, six sections. Let's recap those real quick and then you can go on with your day or you can go log into Shopify and do a quick update on your homepage. (laughs) Okay, so the six sections are your hero section with a great attention captioning image and a powerful headline. Your next section, section two is products and or collections and or both. And you're going to use that a couple of different times on a homepage. Um, I probably do at least two or three product or collection sections throughout a homepage. They help break up the the pages. Then you're going to have an email opt-in or somewhere on your page, an about section about your company, who you are, what you do, testimonials and social proof. And finally, that copy statement, which you probably wouldn't put at the bottom, you'd put at the top, but I don't know why I listed it last. (laughs) Anyways, okay. If you update your homepage because of this, I want to know. Send me a DM on Instagram. That's the best place to get in touch with me. I'm always answering my messages. (laughs) So you can find me on Instagram at product.powerhouse. And uh, let me know. Send me the link. I want to check out your website. So thanks for listening and have a lovely day. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.